1: Welcome to today's program. I was just speaking to the governor as he was on his way out. I gave him a hard time for eating up one half hour of our program today. I can't believe it. Uh, A truncated version, uh, a truncated episode rather of... Live Mike with Leland Spray. Grateful to you for joining us today. There are so many things to cover. uh, And as you have been listening throughout the morning here to this radio station, you know, no doubt, that there has been a dramatic announcement uh, sent down from the Utah State Legislature in conjunction with the governor. You know, this food tax deal, uh, well, it's been repealed. The legislature passed it. Uh, There was uh, an effort to have signatures gathered to place the question on the ballot in November. Uh, Well, before that could happen, uh, the legislature announced that this measure, this, uh, this bill, this giant tax reform package has been repealed. And the folks certainly behind the referendum effort are celebrating today. But that, I, you know that I'm a nerd for the procedure and uh, the different statutes and uh, what happens when this happens and those types of explanations. And so I was left with the question, okay, fine, this uh, this measure has been repealed, but what does that mean now for uh, the referendum effort? Uh, all those signatures were gathered. Will they continue to be counted? Uh, what will happen in November? Should they meet the, meet the threshold? Uh, I don't know the answer. So uh, we've reached out to the director of elections here in the state of Utah, Justin Lee, to answer some of these questions for us. Justin, grateful to you for joining me this morning. How are you?
2: I'm doing well. Thanks
1: for having me. Let me ask you this. We, we've set the stage. We know what's going on here. What does this announcement from the le- legislature mean for the effort uh, undertaken by those uh, gathering signatures? Will the signatures continue to be counted? Will the totals be revealed and tabulated? And then ultimately, uh, what will happen in November should they meet meet the threshold? Sure,
2: yeah. and th- Those are some great questions. Um, I think the first thing... Uh, we we need to establish is that while they've announced they're going to repeal the law, it's not officially repealed until they get into the legislative session next week, um, and then vote on that, and then the governor signs it. Um, so what that means for county clerks is while we expect that it you know will be repealed, that that vote will take place, that there's you know the tiniest bit of uncertainty um, that. They don't know if it will be. You know, something very weird could happen. Who knows? And so the counties are continuing to uh, to count those signatures um, until either all the signatures are counted, or the legislature comes down and says, you know, you don't need to stop. You need to stop counting. You don't have to count anymore. Um, we've we've repealed this. It's done.
1: And so, that w- so that, that's my, my big question here. The, the legislature does have uh, the ability to, at once repealing it, to halt the, the, this tabulation process. And so uh, if, again, it's likely due to this announcement this morning from uh, presidents of the Senate, Speaker Wilson and Governor Herbert, that this bill will be repealed, that, d- that in fact does halt the process.
2: Well, and, and here's where it gets interesting. There, there's nothing in the law right now that actually says it absolutely gets stopped or it doesn't get stopped. So one of the things we've done is we've been having conversations with the legislature today saying we need clarity on this. Uh, We need to know for certain that, you know, it's common sense. I think that if a bill gets repealed that it doesn't go on the ballot because there's nothing really to vote on anymore. But we want something explicit in the law that says that. So we're working with the legislature to make sure as they go through this repeal effort that uh, you know, the election officials are getting the clarity they need as well.
1: Fascinating. And I'm sure the folks involved in this referendum process would like to know, uh, you know, quantitatively how, how they did.
2: Oh, absolutely. I've, I've, I've actually talked to talked to them today, and, and, yeah, they would love to know what the final numbers are. Um, and, and I certainly get that. Um, what I think we don't want, though, is to, to use up too many resources with our county clerks who are, you know, only a few weeks from you know, running a presidential primary election here uh, for something that that doesn't have to be done. So that's why we're working with the legislature and looking for guidance. Very good.
1: Uh, Justin Lee, Director of Elections here in the state of Utah. Grateful to you for your expertise. Thanks for joining us on the program today. Thank you. All right. So today's program, we're going to cover a lot of the details here stemming from this announcement out of the governor's office. I want to, well, out of the legislature, I want to read to you some of the text of the announcement that came here just this morning. If I'm honest, uh, producer Amy and the rest of the team and I this morning had a much different program planned for you. And then we learned this dramatic, this is just stunning news, uh, unexpected. I want to share with you just briefly some of the introductory comments in the statement uh, put forth by the governor, uh, Senate president, and the speaker of the Utah House. And then I want to share with you uh, my, my takeaway from all this. As you've been listening throughout the morning, uh, I've been listening right alongside you. And I came away uh, feeling good. I'll explain that in a second. Let me first share with you the words coming forth from the legislature this morning. It reads, quote, as elected officials, we are committed to crafting policy that addresses the challenges we face, enhances the quality of life for all Utahns, and has the support of the public. In recent weeks, It has become clear that many people have strong concerns regarding legislation passed in December to restructure and revise our tax code. They express their concerns by signing a petition to include a referendum on the ballot later this year. We applaud those who have engaged in the civic process and made their voices heard. We are not foes on a political battlefield. We are all Utahns committed to getting our tax policy right. This work is just beginning then it goes on to talk about what will happen when the legislative session opens on Monday uh, legislative leaders will introduce a bill to repeal the changes made in the special session the attention is that the bill will be ready for the governor's signature before the f- completion of the first week of the session so that's next Friday once the repeal is signed into law the legislature will begin work under the reinstated the reinstated tax code to prepare the fiscal year 2021 state budget Uh, budget repealing sb 2001 will enable the legislature to draft the budget without the uncertainty of a referendum potentially changing the tax code midway through the budget year Uh, so here's my takeaway utah ends up being a very well-run place utah is a place where something can happen In this case, the passage of a legislative package by the legislature signed by the government uh, or by the governor, rather. And then individuals, members of the community, grassroots folks can take a look at that and say, hey, you know, uh, I know we voted our legislators into office and they represent us. But, uh, you know, on this one, they they got it wrong. And if you uh, find yourself in a position like that, you have recourse. We just spoke to Justin Lee, Director of Elections. He runs an office that uh, provides for you uh, just such uh, an avenue for recourse. You can go up there and you can sign a piece of paper along with four of your friends, four of your like-minded friends, and kick off an effort to let the government know that you are unhappy with a decision it's made. And that is exactly what has happened in this instance. And I think it's a wonderful testament to uh, the state of Utah. You ought to be uh, proud, uh, I think, that you live in a state that allows for this sort of interaction uh, both directly and representationally uh, between the citizenry and the government. Uh, know that it's not the case everywhere. Uh, I did a good deal of my growing up in western New York and uh, they call it an assembly back there, not a legislature. And you live in uh, in western New York, uh, a small farm town, you could not be more far removed from uh, the individuals that govern you and decide how your life will be impacted by government. But here, in here Utah, there's an opportunity for you to sign your name to a piece of paper uh, along with tens of thousands of your neighbors uh, and send a message up to uh, the Capitol and for that message to be heard. It was heard here this morning and we got that. Uh, confirmation through a release sent to us from the governor, uh, the president of the Senate, and the speaker of the House of Representatives here in Utah. We're going to continue to cover this issue throughout the day. There are a few other folks I'd like to speak to and get their uh, re- response to it. There are folks who are not happy with today's uh, outcome. We're going to try to speak to a few of those and uh, see what it is they have to say. Uh, but next up, in the next segment, I'm I'm so excited. Uh, we're speaking to members of Utah Task Force One. That is a firefighting task force that for a number of years has deployed all over the world uh, to lend a hand when folks are in need. Uh, A pair of Utahns have been down in Puerto Rico helping them clean up after some earthquakes. That's next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry and this is KSL News Radio.
0: A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought there are no miracles. Yeah, there are.